Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Hello everyone. Great to see you. you thanks guys. Why don't we thank our band? They're always doing an incredible job. For those of you that are new to Vision Builders, and um, there are a number of you that are new to Vision Builders, we want to play just a little bit of our history. You can see the whole lot of it on our website, but we want to play a little bit of our history for you today. You know, this is our 10th year of Vision Builders. 10 years. Who's been here for all of that? (laughs) Give yourselves a hand. You guys are champions. Look, Vision Builders, uh, what, you know, getting all of this has not been without drama and it has not been without warfare. Uh, but God is good and why don't you listen to the story? One of the first things we did when we merged was send a letter off to the government because, you know, this ministry centre has always been in our hearts and mm. we wanted to build a, a facility mm. to bless the community and uh, so we applied for land. Um, lots of water under the bridge there. We, we applied, they said there's none, and then they came back to us and said, actually, this block is available, apply for that, mm. uh, which we did. And they said, well, actually, you can't I have haven't. it. So that was exciting. So I remember um, having a meeting with the then Chief Minister, John Stanhope, and just going in and meeting him and talking to him about church I remember on a Friday afternoon um, getting a call on my mobile from someone from his office and she said to me, oh, guess what, Mel, great news. Um, We're actually going to give you the land. Well, not that they gave it to us, Mm. but let you apply for it. And so we went through that process. That was a miracle Mm. that that they had that change. Got the DA approved. Mm. Great celebration there. We were all set. Yeah. We're all set to, it's so we, we got the, pro, the project managers and they started doing what they do. Spending money. Yep, spending all our money and uh, getting their consultants and, and just going through the process, um, which just took a long time mm. and it felt like yeah, something wasn't, wasn't right. Uh, they had told us that we could build this building for three and a half million, which was our budget, uh, and then you know, nine months down the track when it looked like they still hadn't done anything, they came back and they said, well, actually, what you want is going to cost five and a half million, mm. uh, which we didn't have. So, Plus uh, they took chunks off the plan. Well, to, to, they said to stay in budget for three and a half million, you can just build the auditorium with a little tin shack at the begin, at the front for the mm. foyer. Which, and some portaloos. Yeah, which uh, wasn't what we were after. So I remember then back in February 2012, I was um, running my life group, end of the life group, got a call from a board member, uh, Robin, and he said, Mel, guess what? Our project managers have gone into receivership. Mm. So that was a... Kick in the guts. Yeah, that was a full-on moment for us. Mm. Um, it, it was... So what's the next step? I remember um, going into our study, sitting in our study, and that, that story... Uh, that with Jehoshaphat where he had all the armies coming against him mm. and um, he went and he prayed and I prayed and I prayed that prayer I said God 
I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. And um, God spoke to me very clearly just the next morning from John 11 verse 40, where he said, Mel, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. And, uh, And we have. And we have. You know, from that moment, from, from that word in my spirit, yeah. I just knew that we had to keep going forward because yeah. we were going to see God's glory. Right. And we absolutely have. There have been, you know, there have been many, many more miracles, not enough time to, to say what they have been, but... Um, God has provided this facility. We got more for less. God gave me this this, um, psalm, Psalm 119, verse 23. It says, the Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And um, he said to me, on your first service, you're going to get up and declare that because of what I am going to do. And I did. And God has done this. And it is absolutely marvellous. And God is going to do some marvellous things here. We've got our home. We've got our place. We've got our foothold on the land. And now we can really do things for the local community. We've got a place to invite them whenever we want to. We can do activities right through the whole week. And there are so many things that we will do in this building. More than we could have done. Much more. In the future, we'll have playgroups here. Yes. We'll have events here. We've already got churches wanting to hire the place for special church, other church functions. That's right. And so we plan for this to be a hub of a lot of Christian activity in That's our right. area. Yeah. And it's just so exciting. It's a whole new future. It is. This, the, the future for our church is, is looking fantastic. It absolutely is. We, we, we can't even probably imagine all the things that, things that God is going to do through, yeah. this, through this hub of activity. And it's going to be known, like that verse that you quote yeah. says, it's going to be famous and glorious throughout the land. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. God is good. Fantastic. It's exciting. One of the first things we did... Oh, let's not do it again. No. <laughs> ah, look, the Bible tells us to remember all the great things God has done for us. All the great things. I'm going to change. Yes. The Bible tells us, take two, that we are to remember all of the great things God has done for us. Psalm 77 says, Yet I could never forget all of your miracles, my God, as I remember all your wonders of old. Some of us are older now than, did you notice? No, we still look just young and gorgeous. We shouldn't forget all that God has done for us and we should thank him and we should praise him and we should let others know about that and that's what we're doing. But we don't stop there. We don't stop here. We, because there is still much, there's still so much more ahead for us as a church. There is still so much more for us to do in this city of Canberra. 
Yes, there is. You know, this is week three of Vision Builders. In the first week, Paul preached an incredible message on making Canberra a city for God. And that's what we're here for, to make Canberra a city for God. This city needs Christ. Sure does. John Pierce last week talk about, talked about money mindsets and how we can have mindsets about money that are not kingdom mindsets. And he talked about how money is seed and we sow our seed and then we water it with faith. Very, very good. So today I'm going to get practical. Is that okay? I'm going to get really, really practical. I'm going to try and give you the context for Vision Builders. So what is Vision Builders? I'm glad you asked. Vision Builders is really simple. Vision Builders is about enabling us at C3 Watson to fulfill the vision God has given us. It's that simple. And that vision is to reach and impact this city for Jesus. We are not here for us. First and foremost, we are here for the people who are not here yet. That is why we are here, the ones who don't know Jesus yet. Because all over this city, there are people who are lost without Christ. Some know that and feel that lostness. Others just take whatever they can, like they try and fill it with other things, with possessions and houses and whatever. But they're all lost. Well, everyone is lost without Christ. This city needs Jesus. And since moving into this ministry centre, we've become more effective at reaching our city for Christ. We've become more effective at providing a home, a sanctuary, a place for families and generations to grow together, for families to come and be healed, to find freedom, to find life, and to find the greatest force on the planet, which is the love of God. That is the greatest force on the planet. So I want to give you some stats, I want to give you some numbers, not because it's about numbers, but because behind every number is one precious person that Jesus Christ came to die for, a person, and we love people in this church. In 2003, 150 people approximately had a dream, and that, that dream was realized in 2013 when we moved here, and that was a 10-year process. And as you saw, it was not without fun and games. In that 10 years, we grew from 150 people to 320 people. Now, in the last four and a half years since we've moved into this building, we have grown by another 300. And we've seen 265 people come to Christ. We believe that having this home base has made us more effective. So Vision Builders, at its very basic, does this. It pays for the mortgage and the improvements to this building. That's it. So you all drove in on something that Vision Builders paid for. <laughs> and it's not bad either. It's pretty, pretty good. And we had to do that for the DA. We had to do that for government it was a government requirement for that car park to be built. Um, you know, some other things that we want to do, we'd like to do something for, with our kids' church area in Vision Builders this year uh, and some work on our cafe. People say to us, well, what's the money for anyway? I mean, that's it practically, but I want to tell you today, it is so, so, so much more than that. 
When you give to Vision Builders, you are part of seeing people like Jed, who was a self-professed smug atheist. These are his words, not mine. Who walked past our church April last year with his mate Paul and came in and gave his heart to Jesus. He says this, I don't remember a whole lot about it except for being filled with the Holy Spirit. During worship, I felt waves of warmth rushing over me. The band drowned out by a silent and still small voice that said, welcome home. Yeah. And then, and then he met a wonderful woman and now they're married. And next is kids and these are transformed life. Well, no, I'm not prophesying. At some point, when the Lord and you guys decide. <laughs> these are lives changed. This is, pre- this is the real stuff of Vision Builders. When you give to Virgin Builders, you are part of the miracle of a married couple who were told they couldn't have children, who we prayed for for a number of, a number of years, and who we believed with for a number of years. I remember standing on this stage and saying, nothing is too difficult for God and declaring it over their life. And that it was the privilege of walking with them through the tears and the highs and the lows, and I remember holding their child. And I won't get emotional. I remember holding the baby that they were told they would never have. When you give to vision builders, you give to that. When you give to vision builders, you are part of the legacy of this, it's a physical structure that we have built that will outlast all of us. Because this place will be a place where future generations in this city will come to know Jesus. And there is nothing else that is more important than that. Nothing. It affects people's eternal destiny. You know, greatness in life comes by attaching our life to a great cause, to a great purpose, to a great dream. We need something bigger than us to live for to draw us out. When you give to vision builders, you're part of the miracle of a lady who walked past this place, came in, met Jesus, and not long after said to me, Mel, I need to bring my grandkids to kids' church because I want them to grow up knowing God. When you give to Vision Builders, you're part of a testimony that I heard in between services today of a lady who could not bend her knees at all, who was prayed for by two people in our church and she said, from that moment, Mel, I haven't had one bit of pain and she started doing squats. And she, said, and she said to me, when I came to this church, my son was suicidal. This is a true story. This happened in between services. My son was suicidal and we started praying for him. He's not suicidal anymore. He's back in church. He's back at home, which we prayed for, and his life has changed. That's what it's all about. When you give to Vision Builders, you're part of helping the 10 young adults we had at CAP for the last three Tuesday nights. Three who are not yet Christians, but who have learnt and are learning how to run their finances God's way. When you give to Vision Builders, you're a part of the soup kitchen we're starting in July to reach the homeless in our city. But we just don't want to give them food. We want to give them the gospel, which is the answer 
We want to meet their physical needs, but they need more than that. They need their spiritual needs met. When you give division builders, you're a part of the ministries we have not started yet. Vicki Simpson, who's a prophetic voice in our movement, spoke over our church that it would be an apostolic church, that it would be a training hub for people who want to go into ministry. There is a Bible college in our church. There is a creative arts college in the college. College in the future of this church and Vision Builders enables that. We want this building to be full every day of the week, spreading the life-changing message of Jesus Christ and we wouldn't be able to do that without this. So those are some of the things you're giving to when you give to Vision Builders because quite the bottom line is Vision Builders enables us to fulfill the vision of this church. There are other campuses in this city. There are other services in this building. There are other churches. Who knows where? God knows where. He hasn't told us yet. So, I told you I was going to be practical today. So I'm going to get even more practical and say, how can you get involved? I'm glad you asked that too. We believe that everyone in our church has something they can give to vision builders. Not everyone can give thousands of dollars, but everyone can give something. We have five-year-olds who give. We have 13-year-olds who give. We have 18-year-olds who give, going all the way up to even past my age. I mean, come on. That's a huge number. A couple of weeks ago, Paul used an, an amazing example of, a tug of, of uh, the tug of war, where he had some, when he was principal at Emmaus, he had a strong man come, stand on one side of the rope, and then he kept adding children. And eventually, the strong man fell. The strong man fell. And you know what? That, that's the picture. The picture is that together we accomplish much. Together, we pull down the strong man over this city and we change this city so that it's a city for God as we're all got our hands on the rope. Great example, honey. Thank you for lending that to me. It's all about, it's about this, it's about being a contributor rather than a consumer. Because we're not a cruise ship. This isn't C3 Church Watson cruise ship where you rock in, Find a good comfy seat because they're comfy. They're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. Find a comfy seat. Order your martini or whatever it is that you order when you're on a cruise ship. Go to the buffet, eat as much as you can. We're not that. We're a fishing trawler. We are fishing for men and women and children and families and the city culture to change to a kingdom reality. That's why we're here. City for God. You know, God himself gave more than we will ever give by giving his son, Jesus. And giving makes us more like him. Some people say, well, look, I'm giving my time. Yes, and we love that and we appreciate that and we couldn't do what we do without that. But, you know, there is a connection 
The Bible talks about the connection between our heart and our money. And God wants to be the boss of it. He wants to be the boss of that too. And we know that he's the boss when we're willing to obey him with our money. So the first point is, we believe everyone has something they can give. The second thing is, ask God what he wants you to give. Just ask him, what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? God, how would you like me to be involved? Last week, John Pierce was here and I was sitting down there and um, he said, just ask God how much you'd like you to give. So I closed my eyes and I said, God, how much would you like us to give? Paul and I hadn't talked about it at that point. And a figure came into my head and I went, oh, oh, that's more than usual. And then I spoke to my husband and he said, well, I think we should give more than that. But it's all good because the bottom line is from that beautiful Hillsong New Wine song, I don't know if you've heard it, but it says this, I came here with nothing but all you have given me. And that's the truth. I came into this world with nothing and everything I have is what God has given me. Everything. It's all come from him. And 2 Samuel 24 says this, I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. I won't bring something that costs me nothing because he gave everything. So for Paul and I, we look at what we have. So every month out of our, um, what we're paid, we give. And then we look at what we can sacrifice. So as I look over the last 10 years of Vision Builders, I go, okay, what have we sacrificed? One of the main things I think we've sacrificed is the fact that we would have pretty much no mortgage now (laughs) if we hadn't given to Vision Builders. We've given that, and I said to our children in the first service, sorry guys, God will look after your inheritance. Because God's house is more important than our house. It's the most important house in the street, Pastor Phil Pringle says. And then we look at what we can create. And that's something we're excited about doing this year, Paul and I. So for us, our finances work this way. We, we bring the tithe, which is 10%, because it's God's actually, it's God's, first off, it's God's. It's not ours, it's his. And then we, we add another 5% to that because God's good. He's given us everything. So that's 15%. That's, that's into the normal finances of this church. We give that. And then when Vision Builders comes along, we, we, we give at least another 10% for us. That's what we do. You guys can come up, uh, musicians, please. And so we bring our pledge to him. And we're excited about it. I love that what Bill Oates said about how excited he and Amanda were at bringing their pledge. We can be excited about sowing our seed. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. 
We hope to see you in church again this weekend.